Hello everyone, it is me, myself and I, Angie, and I am just recording, I actually have to now go on Spotify because I can't remember how many episodes I've recorded, I'm recording episode 12 of uh, the Get Peachy podcast and today I'm actually in a really happy mood, I've just had a small bowl of cereal which always makes me very happy in the afternoon because cereal is not for breakfast let's face it I always have cereal as a snack or for pudding because that's where it belongs um and it's you know the weather is actually looking quite nice which I know is terrible to start a podcast on talking about the weather but hey here I am um it's we had storm Eugene Eugene yeah and uh it's been horrendous, but the sun is out today and it's shining and it's brightened my mood. And I've had some wonderful um, eye-opening check-ins over the past two weeks. And that is why I'm here today. I am here to talk to you about a couple of those check-ins and the kind of scenarios slash predicaments, predicaments these clients have been in. And I kind of just want to talk about them because I feel like they might help a lot of people, uh, I hope, and I feel like it might clear a few things up for people. Sometimes you need to listen to something or read something to have like a light bulb moment. And I know definitely in the past when I've listened to podcasts, I've had that light bulb moment. I feel like I can't talk properly. I've still got a bit of a cold. <laughs> My B's and P's aren't coming out properly. So I do apologize if I uh, sound a bit muffled. Um, but yeah, let's hope that some of you might get a light bulb moment in uh, this podcast today. So what am I going to be talking to you about? I'm going to be talking to you about feeling better versus results. So the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because I've had a few clients with a results conflict that feel like they're in like I don't know, they're stuck in a limbo right now because the results they thought they wanted, they're no longer that excited about anymore. And they feel like it's almost kind of getting in the way. And then I've got some other clients that kind of came to me to feel better and to look a bit better. And have now got to a point where they've, they've achieved that and they want something more and they want results. And it's just a really interesting topic. So it's what I'm going to talk to you about today. So I just want to make it very clear what I am classifying as feeling better and what I'm classifying as results, because, you know, anyone can get a, get a result. You can get a result on bingo, like result, I've <laughs> bingo, I've won, you know, that's a result. But what I mean by feeling better and results when it comes to health and fitness is feeling better might be, might feel like... Um, losing a bit, a bit of weight, fitting back into your genes and just feeling a little bit healthier and happier about the skin you're in and how you act and show up in your life versus results would be something where a client really wants to, you know, get really shredded. Maybe they're going on a honeymoon and they want to look in their best shape ever. Maybe they are, um, I don't know, they've got a photo shoot booked and they really want to get shredded. Or maybe they're actually at a point where they've, you know, worked towards feeling better. And right now their goal is to actually build muscle. You know, they've lost some weight and they're happy with their physique, but actually they want to improve it and they want to look more athletic and toned and, you know, moving towards 
a results um, focus goal for them might be building muscle. So that's kind of what I mean as a, a feeling better goal and a results goal. So I just kind of wanted to identify my difference. So kind of like I said before, most clients that come to me, well, actually, I, I have lots of different clients that I work with. Some clients come to me because they feel unhealthy, they feel overweight, they aren't happy with the way they show up and act in life, and they just want to improve those things. And they would be like a feel better client. But whilst they're working towards feeling better, they might see results as a, you know, as a byproduct of that. And then some clients come to me and they want results. They want to get shredded. They want to get, you know, bikini fit or whatever. They want to build muscle. And actually, by going through this process and realizing how difficult it can be, they realize that actually they don't need those things in their life or they don't need to work towards those goals to kind of prove to themselves that that's going to make them feel better. And actually working towards the, that goal makes them feel worse. So I do get clients that come to me like with different journeys and different pathways that they want to go down and sometimes just take a complete U-turn. And it's happened to me numerous of times. I cannot tell you how many times it wasn't last year, it was the year before, where I, I actually hired three coaches over the space of six months myself, because I felt like I, I should diet. I felt like I needed to continue to diet and I, I needed to be shredded and I wanted to do another photo shoot. And each time, and I felt awful because I know these clients, these coaches very well, and obviously I apologize, but each time I worked with a new coach, I got two, three weeks in and I was like, I can't do this. I don't want this. And I knew that was the time for me to take the plunge and, you know, put calorie tracking to one side and work towards feeling better and showing up in areas of my life that I'd kind of ignored because I'd always had a results goal. So I'm going to start with results because that's where I'm just going to start. So working to, towards a results-based goal. Let's put us in a scenario. I'm going to pinpoint one of my particular clients, two of my particular clients right now. One is trying to build muscle um, that is a beginner in the gym, essentially, and she doesn't have a background of training or sports. So she's worked towards feeling better, and now she wants to build muscle. And I've got another client who has worked towards feeling better, and now she's at that pinnacle point where she just wants to drop those extra few pounds to see her results. So they're both in similar places, but kind of at different different spectrums. One needs to like drop her calories more and you know get more discipline and show up, and the other one needs to learn to be patient and to increase her calories. So those are the, the results, um, ideas, ideas, results, examples that I had. Sorry, I, <laughs> I think that cereal is about to repeat on me. Um, anyway, so working towards results can take up a lot of focus, your time. It can take a lot of dedication and it requires a lot of specificity. So let's say that person who has been working towards feeling better and she really, really wants to knuckle down now and see those extra three, five, six pounds dropped. 
right now, she would need to turn up the dimmer switch. You know, we've got a light bulb with a dimmer switch. We would need to turn that dimmer switch right up to bright and make sure that everything she's doing is pretty much 190% consistent. And that is she is showing up in all areas to make that happen. And when I say areas, I mean like, is she hitting her steps every single week? Is she showing up into her workouts every single week? Is she progressing in her workouts every week? Is she hitting her calories and staying within her calories every single week? You need to have this disciplined mindset where you, and you you cultivate this mindset, right? Nobody just wakes up and goes, oh, I'm really disciplined today. You cultivate a disciplined mindset because you switch on and you go, right, here I've got four, five, six weeks until my holiday. I really want to, you know, work towards this, getting shredded, feeling leaner goal, and I need to put the effort in now. So you kind of have to kind of, kind of, kind of put other things aside. You might go, right, I've got six social social occasions over the next six weeks. Three of those I'm going to allow myself to have a drink at. Three of those I'm going to be the driver. Three of those I'm going to make sure I track 100%. Three of those I might guesstimate or I might track, but the consequence of that is I'm going to make sure that, you know, maybe I'll go over on my steps one day or maybe I do squeeze an extra workout in. As long as that isn't causing like a I need to burn calories type of mindset, which, you know, can distort your relationship with food. Anyway, I told you that cereal was going to repeat on me at some point. So... When you are working towards results, a lot of your thoughts are taken up by what you need to do. You know, there's no Sunday afternoon where you're going to be chilling on the sofa all day long. You're going to have to at some point think about, right, have I, you know, it's Sunday, it's raining, it's smashing it down outside. Have I gone out and done my steps today? Have I planned for my week? What am I eating this week? Have I food prepped and all of this kind of thing? You aren't going to have, you'll still have rest, don't get me wrong, and rest is important, but you're going to have times where normally you'd be like, Matt, I'm just going to take my Fitbit off today, like feeling a bit tired. No, that doesn't happen. When you're working towards results, you have to be disciplined and you have to show up and you have to make sure that you're prepped and planned ahead. And to do this, it takes boundaries, it takes non-negotiables, you have to be firm with yourself, but you also have to understand what self-kindness means, so, you know, if you've got a cold, like me, if you've got a cold, and you can feel that you're getting a sore throat, and you're going to get ill, you know, and you're looking at the rain, thinking, I've got to go and walk walk outside in that, okay, you know, you're probably not going to go out and do your steps today, but if you're feeling okay, and you're just being a bit lazy, because sometimes we all are, no, it's probably time to, you know, get your coat on, get your hat on, get outside, do your steps. So you do have to be disciplined. You do have to put boundaries in place. You know, you do have to say to your friends, do you know what? I know it's your 30th birthday party, but I'm really sorry. I've got, you know, I've got a holiday in two weeks and I'm trying to save a bit of money. And also I don't want to, I don't want to get really, really drunk. I want to wake up the next day and feel fresh. And I really hope you don't mind, but I'm not going to drink. You know, sometimes you do have to put these boundaries in place because you have to be a bit selfish if that's what you want. Um, And not everyone's going to understand. I appreciate that. And I'm not forcing anybody to not drink at their best friend's social events. (laughs) Not about that at all. But sometimes those are the types of things that you have to put in place 
even things like speaking to your boss and saying like, you know, right now my fitness is really important to me. So actually, no, I'm not going to do overtime this week. You know, even though you normally you see me on a Friday and I'm still here till 8 p.m. That's not going to happen anymore because actually I really love going to the gym on a Friday evening and it makes me show up on a Saturday morning in a better mindset, you know, so boundaries, non-negotiables, non-negotiables would be, would be things like I absolutely am going to the gym three times this week. It is a non-negotiable every time I try and talk myself out of it. I'm not I'm not making a negotiation with myself I'm committing so with a results focus goal for quite a lot of people shorter periods of time work better because there's only so much time that you can have this discipline right sometimes we just need a bit of leeway where we go do you know what I stuck to this 100% and I'm tired and I just want a day where I don't track you know and for a lot of people, shorter periods of time work. So when I have clients that come to work with me who want results, I will look at their time frame and I will break things down and I'll say, right, we'll do, you know, a six week deficit here, give you a bit of a diet break and maybe a six week deficit after that or four weeks, depending on how you're feeling. And we break it down, but I'm also quite flexible with it in terms of if that client is really struggling one week, I might say, I'm going to pull you out of that deficit for this week and we're going to take you to maintenance because you're struggling right now and you need rest, you know, or you need food, you need recovery. So I'm able to be, I'm able to have that bird's eye view of a client, which can be quite difficult if you don't have a coach. It's hard to do yourself because you're constantly like overthinking your thoughts. Like, am I actually tired or am I just being, you know, a knob? Am I just not tired at all? But actually, if I can look at a client's data and talk to them, I can understand what they're feeling and thinking. Um, so that really helps. But for some clients, particularly this client at the moment who's working towards a muscle building goal, Sometimes you just have to realize that you have to be disciplined for a longer period of time, because if that's what you really want, that's what it takes. And it hurts and it feels horrible to hear that. But sometimes you have to suck it up and think, do you know what? The thing that I want to achieve is way in the future. And in order for me to get there, I kind of just have to suck it up and just focus on ticking the boxes and making sure that I'm doing the things that I said I would do to get there so that when I get there I can turn back and look and go bloody hell look at how hard I've worked you know I really deserve this now the one really important thing that I want to talk about here when you have got a results results based goal is you can work towards results and enjoy the journey and I think this really gets overlooked and, you know, it sounds really cliche, like trust the process and enjoy and embrace the journey. But we kind of have to say these things as coaches because so many clients don't allow themselves to. Like, I cannot even begin to tell you how many clients I get checking, you know, in the weeks and they're like being so tough on themselves. And I'm like, when are you going to stop and smell the roses? Because someday you're going to have to, you know, you can't just beat yourself up forever. It's not fun and it's not healthy. So working towards your results and enjoying the journey you need to learn to look for progress elsewhere because if you're not seeing those results instantly because for some people you might not see two pounds loss until week three you might not see your you know anterior delt the back of your shoulder um developing muscle 
in two weeks, but you might in three months. What you need to do is look for progress elsewhere whilst those results are coming in, because otherwise you're just so, is it tunnel focused? I think it's tunnel focused, the, the phrase. I'm shit with phrases. I'm so sorry. I always say the wrong thing. Like yesterday, I can't remember who it was, but one of um, one of my friends said something and I was like, oh, same minds. And then I had to message her back and I was like, I meant great minds. <laughs> I think it's my dyslexia. I like mix words up. Anyway, you need to look for results else, uh, for progress elsewhere because it's going to be a very long, boring journey if you don't. So, for example, if you are working towards a, you know, getting shredded or building muscle, can you set intra goals inside your result, results focus goal to kind of work towards that might be easier to achieve that are fun? You know, it might be, can we set a, a small strength goal in there? It might be for a client, you know, who can't do press-ups at the moment. Right, over the next eight weeks, we're going to get you to doing no from no press-ups to one press-up at least, maybe three or four. And let's focus on that. I want you to come back to me after every session, you know, when you've done your workout and you've checked your app. I want you to tell me what you achieved in that session. Did you manage to achieve three negative press-ups? Did you manage to achieve a bottoms-up hold where basically it's you push yourself off from the floor and hold yourself up a few inches? Like we can set smaller goals inside this results-based focus goal to focus on so that you start to actually feel proud of yourself for making progress. Where you might not be able to see your progress in your results, you can see progress elsewhere. We can all also set other goals such as like fitness goals. Like when I um, a few years ago, when I was really, you know, into dieting quite frequently, I was forever like setting hiking goals because I really got into hiking and I did the three peaks challenge and I did, you know, I, I walked, walked, hiked various different hills and mountains and peaks and that kind of thing, because I just needed something else to focus on whilst I was trying to, you know, achieve my goal. Now, whilst this sometimes does compromise your results because you know in essence doing a five-hour hike is going to make you bloody hungry and probably not that great for um you know sticking to your calories that day whilst it is going to have like a slight impact on your results it's still fun to do and as long as you, you know if you've got the advice of a coach you can kind of work with your coach to kind of make sure that you know, not everything goes out the window when you do these fitness events. Like I had a client come to me that wanted to lose weight, but she also did, wanted to do a charity challenge where she ran 100K over a month. And, you know, and we sat down and I worked out a total of how she could do that. And she did kind of have to put on, well, she did have to put her fat loss goal on the fence for the time being because she just wasn't able to commit to that because she needed calories to run, right? So... Yeah, I've gone off on a tangent there, but fitness goals are good to do, even if it's just like achieving a 2K or a 5K whilst you're working towards, you know, getting stronger and building muscle. That's a cool goal to set, like just being able to comfortably run, not smash out a 5K, but just being able to comfortably run and not be able to not not get out of get out of puff, you know. Um, what else? And actually. Maybe if your calories have gone up, say this particular client who is working towards a muscle goal, building goal right now, like actually focusing on improving your social life and your relationship with food. So how do you show up to your social life? Are you an anxious wreck because you're worried about everybody looking at your body and judging you? 
Or are you working to improve that? You know, and whilst you're eating a bit more and focusing on a long term results based goal, it might give you a bit of time to start journaling, meditating, working on your relationship with yourself, being open and honest with people. We can open this whole new box of tools and skills that we can work towards together to help you build your confidence and, you know, move away from feeling anxious in social events and not always thinking about your body because ultimately, no, I, this is the wrong thing to say. Like nobody cares what you look like, but like your best friends that love you don't care if you turn up with your face painted green, they might laugh, you know, but no one's judging you for that. People love you for who you are. Anyway, that's probably another topic we'll save for another podcast. Um, and also if you've increased your calories, it might give you the chance to work on your relationship with food. Not always because calorie tracking isn't, doesn't always work in conjunction with working on your relationship with food, but sometimes just having those extra calories can really help people to positively work towards eating more. Because, you know, I cannot tell you how many women I've worked with that think that 1200 calories is the rule, is the dieting rule. And to eat 14 or 15 or 1600 calories, oh my God, that's insane. It's too much food. And, you know, I've got clients who are on 2,400, 2,500 calories, and they've worked up to that. And now that's like a normal amount of food for them. So actually, sometimes having like a results-based goal, such as working towards muscle building, can really help you overcome these, you know, dieting rules and these myths that you've believed for years and help you build the confidence to be like, Do you know what, I can eat. <laughs> I can eat, I can train hard, and I look bloody amazing. And I'm working towards, you know, feeling stronger, and I'm feeling stronger. And, you know, I've got some personal bests in the gym and that kind of thing. And a final thing that I think is really cool for people to do when they are working towards a results goal. And this is something that I did a lot. And I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad because I can look on my laptop whenever I'm like, oh, I'm going to look back at this. I documented all of my um, initial sort of weight loss when I first started tracking and that kind of thing. I took photos every two weeks, maybe every four weeks. Um, I didn't do measurements because I always lose my tape measure, but I did photos. I've saved check-ins that I used to check in with my coach where you know, I felt really good. I used to save check-ins that, that I had um, that were like light bulb moments. And I love it when also like clients um, like blog about it or have an Instagram account and that kind of thing. And I know that's not for everyone because not everyone wants to share their journey, but sometimes actually having like a fitness account or something that feels like you can look back at that time in your life and be like, oh man, I worked so hard for that. It can feel quite cathartic to have your own safe space to write these things down. And it might even be for you that you write it in a diary. I've got a Word document on my laptop, which is kind of like a diary of like when I worked up to um, cutting, dieting for my photo shoot and just kind of my random thoughts and how I was finding things and the foods that really helped me. And for me, it just felt enjoyable. It felt therapeutic that I had a space to go to, to kind of like document my journey. Oh my God. <laughs> the rucksack, <laughs> a rucksack just fell over in my room. There's a ghost that scared the life out of me. Um, so being results focused and having a results focused goal, results focused goal is hard. 
you have to really commit and you have to really want it. And there's going to be so many times that you, you really want it, but you really can't be asked. And that's okay. And that's normal. And that's human. But that's where we, you know, give ourselves a bit of tough love unless you're unwell, unless your kid's been up screaming for six hours and you've had no sleep. You know, you've got to put your safety hazard. Uh, what's the word for it? I can't think safety hazard hat on to think, okay, what's the consequence of me going to the gym with only two hours sleep? Probably going to be exhausted tomorrow. Probably going to end up eating rubbish. So probably best I don't go to the gym. There are going to be times like that where you need to use your common sense, right? But there are also going to be times where you need to actually buckle down and be like, buckle down, buckle up and work hard but be bloody proud of yourself. And there are going to be times that you're going to be challenged. You know, you're going to go around to your grandma's house and she's going to offer you her best slice of fruitcake or whatever it is. And you're going to have to say, I'm really sorry, grandma, I can't eat that right now because it's going to take me over my calorie deficit and it's going to suck. But when you get quote unquote there, you're going to be really proud of yourself. So let's move on to feeling better. Um, I'm going to pause for a second and be right back. You won't notice any difference, but basically the podcast thing I'm using to record myself only allows me 30, 30 minutes and I'm up to 25. So I'm going to pause here and then record the next bit. I'll be back in a second. I'm back. So let's talk about working towards feeling better. Because like I said before, I get lots of clients that come to work with me that just want to feel better. They're not asked about, you know, looking shredded on the beach. They don't care. They don't want a photo shoot. They're not interested in that. You know, they've either been there, done done that, or that's just not part of their personality and they don't even want to humor it. And I work with lots of clients like this, you know, and I really like working with clients like this. Not that I don't like working with the results-based clients, but the clients that just want to feel better often, uh, mm, what can I say? Often just like get it quicker. They're just like, yeah, I know what it takes to fit in size eight jeans, but I quite like eating a bag of crisps on a Friday night and a glass of wine. So size eight jeans, size 10 jeans, bag of crisps and wine. I'm going to eat the bag of crisps and wines and, you know, stay in my size tens. And sometimes the feeling better goals um, are just nicer to achieve. Now, like I said, some people come to me and they want to feel better. You know, their goal is I want to lose some weight. I want to drop 20 pounds or whatever, which is a big goal, but it can be done over time. And um, they're in no rush to get there. Um, or maybe they are, but they're not bothered about, like I said, like feeling, looking shredded and building loads of muscle. They just want to feel better in their life and, and in who they are. And the wonderful, I've gone off on a tangent. I forgot where I was going. So I'm just going <laughs> to try and loop it back. One of the things that you need to remember is when you are feeling better, when you are working towards a feeling better goal, if you've come out of working towards a results-based goal, so let's say you got to the beach, you looked amazing, you you were really happy with you know your physique, and then you come back and you're like, right, I know I can't do that again. I need to like eat more calories. Help me. You you aren't probably going to maintain your results goal whilst you're working towards feeling better. And we can kind of classify feeling better as like maintaining, maintaining a healthy, happy life, right? So you might not be able to maintain your results, but you can still be close to it. 
doesn't mean that, you know, as soon as you get back from holiday, you're going to regain 20 pounds and then feel depressed again. No, you might gain a couple more pounds when you get back from holiday because you're no longer so hyper focused on results. But that doesn't mean that you're that far from where you were. And I think that's really important to like say, because for a lot of people, they, you know, they've worked really hard, maybe 12 weeks, 20 weeks, six weeks, eight weeks towards a goal, a wedding goal, a beach goal, a muscle building goal or whatever. And they, they get there and then they're like, oh my God, like, how do I maintain this? Or I've put on a pound. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. And, you know, I'm not saying that to be dramatic, but that's kind of how it feels sometimes. And you feel like so annoyed at yourself and you kind of have to like take a step back and kind of pan out and go, "Mm, three pounds really isn't that much. And actually I feel better for it. So you can maintain your results, but you're not going to maintain them Absolutely. Unless you are superhuman. And there are some superhuman people out there (laughs) who very easily maintain their results. But that percentage of the population is probably like 5%. Um, And maybe they've come from like a very disciplined background. So discipline comes very easy to them, you know. Anyway, so you can still maintain your results close to, but they're not going to be exact. All right. Now, as long as you don't get too flexible, You'll be able to maintain a physique you like and you are happy with. But if you let yourself get too flexible, that's when you start to kind of play around with being unhappy again. So, for example, let's say you come back from holiday, you have a couple of weeks where you're like, yeah, maintaining my habits. And then for six weeks, you don't go to the gym at all. You don't eat a piece of fruit and you drink every night. Okay, you know, that's where you've gone yo-yo. You've gone disciplined. So I'm going to try and maintain to, okay, I'm off it. And that's where we would need to work on doing the things to help you work towards feeling better because you basically worked really hard and then come back and self-sabotage, which happens all the time, might I add. And that's where, you know, investing in a coach. And I don't want to just say this because I don't all want you to sign up to coaching. That's not what I'm doing this podcast for. But what I'm saying is sometimes actually having someone to talk it through even just a best friend and be like, listen, this is what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? You know, and having somebody there to kind of support you is really helpful so that you don't just go on it or off it. Anyway, when we work towards feeling better goals, we practice habits that often come from periods of discipline. So if you have worked towards a six-week results-based goal, you've built some habits there. Well, to feel better, to continue feeling better, but not really to have that, you know, I want to lose 20 pound goal anymore. You practice the same habits to feel better. Or if you haven't worked towards a results-based goal, feeling better just requires habits based on time. So how much time have you given it to repeat these habits to, in order for them to come a, become a habit, you know? Um, And the wonderful thing about feeling better goals is it allows space for other things in your life. So other areas of your life that you want to improve. Now, I had this chat with a client actually on Monday and she has always had a results based goal, always, whether it's been a running goal, whether it's been a wedding goal, whether it's been a bikini goal, always, she's always come from that background. And I said to her, I was like, listen, life doesn't have to be that way life can be about enjoyment and you don't have to have a goal to stay fit and healthy. 
You can have health and fitness as a part of your life. It doesn't have to be your whole life. And I could hear like alarm bells ringing for her and the light bulbs were going off and she was like, you're so right. And this is a thing like quite often people go on it and off it and on it and off it because they always set themselves goal goals. But what they don't focus on is, do I feel better? What's making me feel better? You know, and it's looking at things like an um, an internal-based goal versus an external. So an external-based goal would be results-focused. It would be getting, you know, shredded for the beach. But actually, why don't you spend some time working on an internal-based goal? Is that the right word, external? Inter- yeah, it is. And actually focusing on the things that make you feel better. Like, oh, I wake up every day and I have jam on toast. Does that make me feel better at 11 a.m.? No, it doesn't because I'm still really hungry and it really annoys me. Okay, let's work on that. You know, there's so many simple little things that we can do to help you work towards feeling better. You know, I go out to the pub every Friday night and then I wake up on Saturday with a hangover. Then I don't go to the gym. Well, does that make you feel better? No. Okay, let's work, work on that. Can you like just have one drink? Yeah, I could do that. Okay, let's try. You know, so having not having a results-based goal is not the end of the world. And it doesn't mean that all of your health and fitness habits are going to go out the window. You can let them, and that is your choice, but you don't have to. And I think this is, you know, for a lot of us listening, we have dieted our whole lives, yeah, or just since we've been teenagers. And we've always needed an external goal. I want to look skinny. I want to be in my size eight. Sorry, I've got pins and needles in my foot. I want, you know, I want to be slim or I need to be skinny for my friend's best wedding, best best friend's wedding, blah, blah, blah. You've always had these external goals, but have you ever worked towards internal goals? Have you ever actually asked yourself truly, does this make me feel better? Does this exercise that I'm doing every morning at 6 a.m. and thrashing myself to pieces, does it make me feel better? Or, you know, am I only on 1600 calories at the moment and every day I'm fighting hunger? Does this make me feel better? No. You know, so actually when you take the results-based goal away, it doesn't mean health and fitness and your your life is over. You know, it doesn't mean that that part of you is going to go away. It's just that it's not your whole life anymore. And the preoccupation that you had, you know, it's probably the wrong term to use, but you, you just don't feel that preoccupied about health and fitness anymore. Like I remember periods of life where, all I can think about is like, when am I going to get my steps in? When am I going to next have my meal? When am I next going to have protein? Da, 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 da. What should I do in the gym? You know, and it's all I ever think about, think, thought about. And now that doesn't happen so much because I have space for other things in my life because I've allowed myself to walk away from results-based goals. So ask yourself, have you always focused on external-based goals? And is it time to focus on internal? Do you know what makes you feel better? And if you don't, maybe it's time to move away from those results-based rules and allow yourself to explore and have an exploratory period. Um, So you might also find that working towards results-based goals distorts feeling better. Now, what I mean by that is, For people who are working towards getting leaner, maybe working towards a photo shoot or maybe working towards getting shredded for the beach, there may be a time where your results come at a consequence of, come with a consequence of not feeling good. 
And I've definitely been there where you, you know, your energy levels have been compromised because you have, you know, been tracking in a calorie deficit for six weeks. You've been 100% accurate. You've not had a day off. You've been hitting your steps. You've been doing your workouts. And right now your energy is depleted and you don't feel good. You know, for a lot of people who, and I know me and Jake have spoken quite a few times on the podcast before about like bikini models stepping on stage. Trust me, when they step on stage, they do not feel good. They feel at their worst. They may look their fittest, but they feel horrendous. So quite often working towards results-based goals, like I said before, actually comes at a, you know, the consequence is you don't feel better, you feel worse. And that's for some people, the pinnacle point in which they decide they don't want a results-based goal. And like I said, this has happened to me a few times. I've worked towards a results-based goal. And after two, three weeks, I'm like, I feel horrendous. I don't want to go here again. It's time to move back. Step back, step away. I'm not doing this. And for a lot of people, feeling better allows them the space and time they need to work on their relationship with food and exercise because we've removed that extrinsic external (laughs) i'm having a bad dyslexic day guys okay you probably find that i mess my words up a lot brad has to correct me all the time and i'm sorry but that is the way i am you can laugh at me if you want it is funny because i do listen back to these podcasts and like that's not the right word But, you know, it's not me doing it on purpose. I'm not dumb. It's just dyslexia. Um, Anyway, where was I going? You will be able to work towards your relationship with food and exercise better when you're not focusing on being shredded, you know, because you're not preoccupied all the time with calories, with when am I going to have sugar-free jelly, blah, blah, blah. You give yourself the space mentally to be like, how do these things make me feel? Do I actually feel full of sugar-free jelly? No. Do I want something that satiates me more, that gives me more energy, that's enjoyable to eat? Yes. And this is a great space and time to work towards those things. The final thing that I wanted to say about feeling better is it doesn't mean, like having a goal just to feel better doesn't mean you can't still work towards your goals. You can, you 100% can. Like a feeling better goal doesn't mean that you don't have other goals. Like you don't have results-based goals at all. You might still have a results-based goal, but it might not be something to do with your body. It might be, I really want to get stronger in deadlift or I really want to get fitter, you know? But it, it doesn't have to be a pressurized goal. It's a, okay, now I actually walk up, there's a place called the Mulvans near us, which is very hilly. I walk up the Mulvans and I don't feel out of breath anymore. I mean, anyone who walks up the Mulvans and doesn't feel out of breath is superhuman because <laughs> it's bloody hilly. But there are goals that you can set whilst you are working towards feeling good. So it doesn't mean that like you have no goals, you're just floating around, like feeling really good and you're doing all these habits and you're just like, like, no, you you can still like, oh, I really want to swim 40 lengths. I'm going to see if I can achieve that. Or 
I really want to start eating more fruit and veg. I'm going to see if I can achieve that. There are still goals that you can set yourself to feel better because ultimately those things are going to make you feel better. But it doesn't have to be so, you know, that you don't have to have such tunnel vision. It can be flexible. You know, you can swim 40 lengths by three months time, two months time. It can be interchangeable. It might be that you want to, you know, actually start doing some different style of fitness. And this is something that I found like, and my clients find that when they work towards feeling better, I say to them, like, let's explore, like, why don't you try pole dancing? Why don't you try that dancing class? Why don't you try cycling? Like, let's find out what you enjoy. Have you ever given yourself space and time to find out the, the things that you enjoy and make you feel better? No, then let's go with it and try. And that's the lovely thing about working towards a goal that is, I just want to feel better about myself because it's flexible and it allows this fluidity because you can explore. But when it becomes, when there comes a point in which you go, actually, Angie, I really want to look muscular or I really want to you know, grow my bum or I really want to get shredded. That's where you need to make the switch. And that's where the results focus comes in. And we go back to focusing on specificity. Like you might not be able to go pole dancing, cycling and swimming and <laughs> do your gym session a week. I might have to say to you, okay, this is your goal. You need to stop the other stuff for now. And you need to commit to three gym sessions a week. Like if that's what you want to achieve, we have to be specific. We have to be smart. So I think that's all I had to say, really. Just listen, like... Having a results-based goal and feeling better is not on it or off it. They're interchangeable. Like you will go through phases of having a results focus and then having, I'm just going to allow myself to feel better. If you allow yourself to do that, not many people allow allow themselves to actually go through a phase where they just allow themselves to feel better. And it's really sad to see. And to all those people listening who are constantly fighting a fat loss goal, you know, I must be nine stone goal. And really they don't like, they're doing all the things to sabotage that because they just want to feel better ultimately. But that like number in their head is ringing alarm bells. Like, no, you must be nine stone. Like to all you people listening, please like silence that voice and just work on feeling better. Cause I assure you, you will have a much happier time. And for those people listening who are sick to death with the fact they aren't seeing results, they are trying really hard, but like they're not seeing the results they truly deserve. It might mean that you need to be more specific. It might mean that you need to be patient as hell, persistent as hell, and really stick to the you know rules that maybe your coach has given you, the guidelines that your coach has given you, and really work hard on that. So that is what I had to say about uh, feeling better versus results. And I'm going to leave it there for now. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know. If it had, if you had light bulb moments going on, please reach out and just let me know what really spoke to you. Because it's, I actually love it when people message me on Instagram and go, I listened to that podcast that you did. And oh my God, it was so helpful because it helps me understand what you like listening to. If you also like listening to my dyslexic comments and having a laugh at those, then please laugh away. Um, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and share. I'm really rubbish at this part, but like, share, subscribe, 
and uh, talk about it, tell people where to go, share it on your stories and tag me in your post. Goodbye, everyone, and enjoy.